Heads, baby. It's your boys, Andre. Miles. Uh, you're listening to another episode of the AM podcast. Where we talk that mess about culture, entertainment, music, and a variety of other things. Other things being cool memes. <laughs> <laughs> what Miles had for breakfast yesterday? I had I had a banana. That's lit. I usually go oatmeal with raisins. Mm. Yo, raisins is so that's a, such an under Unless you're Karen throwing it in that You <laughs> <laughs> damn Karen <laughs> Karen does not season her Oh food. man no. I, Raisins are dope Yo speaking of oats Yes Bought some oat milk Alright and that's what's in Andre's shopping cart <laughs> that, that Oat milk Do you like it though? I, I yeah. actually did, I didn't mind it the, pro- yeah, the, t- the profile's a little weird Like it tastes similar to the pea plant based milk but with a better, I know you got to say the whole thing. You can't say like pea milk. That <laughs> sounds nasty. So, uh, but you like it. it. You've been on like a nice little milk hunt lately. Yeah, you know like, why? Oh, thanks for fixing me. I sound a lot clearer. Yeah, yeah I'll just boost it. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I just you know milk is uh, an interesting thing. You know the word on the street is that humans aren't supposed to drink milk because it's at all. It's not natural for them to digest it. Okay. But I think it's after you even breast milk. Well, I think like after you're a toddler, like as an oh, adult. Oh, okay, adult okay. No, nah, I think that's weird. Yeah. I try to stay away from milk as much as so, I can. And I think like the plant-based alternatives make sense. Like they're not. Yeah, you ever have hemp yet or no? No, you'll like hemp. It's a lot sweeter. Mm. Um, and I guess unless you go original, but it's it's thick. It's it's like right under cashew milk. I would oh, say. Oh, cashew milk, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right under. It's happy medium. You can still make lattes and stuff with. Yeah, that's why the. Um, By the way, guys, I was a barista at one point. Oh, true. Yeah, you were. But I don't like coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mom's like coffee's acidic. Don't drink it. It is acidic, yes. but that's not the reason. It just tastes like dirt. A yeah, it tastes <laughs> like grinded up bean with hot water, and I'm like, you got you got yeah. You know the place that John worked at. Um, uh. Cyrus, yeah, Cyrus. Cyrus, yeah, they have good coffee. They do have good coffee. Yeah. They have coffee all over the world. Brazil, dude, Cyrus France. is cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a cool guy. I only say that because my boy doesn't work there anymore. Uh, I know, I know. It, was, it seems it seemed mutual. John, John doesn't like working for people anyway. No, he does not. Nope. <laughs> I don't think any of us do though. That's that's true. Because um, I was thinking about you the other day, how you worked at that bowling alley, oh, and I was like, bro. yo, you were probably miserable. I, I pictured it. walking into the bowling alley and just seeing you. You say we are friends. Yo, Andre, what up? Yeah, that's your face right there, just so, miserable. Uh, how can I help you? What's, I need a size, size nine. Can I get a size nine? All right, cool. We're at a nine. You want a nine and a half? You want eight and a half? <laughs> Is that really what you? Have to I do? mean, yeah, dude. There would be times when like we had kids' birthdays part birthday parties, uh-huh. and like there are four birthday parties happening all at the same time. And kids were in like size six, size seven, size eight, and then we'd run out. So we we're like, yo. We're out of sixes. Can you do a six and a half? I guess. You know, yeah, my kid's it? gonna slip around and fall and hurt herself. I'm like, I'm sorry. What do you? I How can't. is your kid gonna slip around? That's what the shoe prevents. No, it, no, the shoe gives you a little slide uh-huh. so that when you. Oh yeah, that last little. Yeah, our last so, little oomph. But uh, yeah, you know, people got butt hurt about that fast. Um, 
some things I wanted to touch on real quick before we jump into our main topic. Oh, you didn't want to talk about milk for the rest of the episode? (laughs) (laughs) You weren't about that life? I just love the way it comes out of the (laughs) udder. Ew. That's disgusting. That was real red. I'm vegan guy. Yeah, that is real red and stimpy. Yo, you know I watched that. You know that that DVD they came out with. Like it was probably the last friends to be thing that they came out with. But it was them on the beach day. They had a beach day. Have you seen it? I probably have. But like pushed it to the. Let's just be. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, it's wrong. 13, 14, yeah, it's right? They show boobies in there. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Am I supposed to be watching this? Yo, I think the creator got like caught up in some stuff because he was like. A perv. Most, I feel like, old. He wasn't TV. old, though. Oh. He was a young cat making the show, and I just heard he was a perv. Guess Nickelodeon was just <laughs> looking for anything. <laughs> Cartoon Network had him on the ropes. Oh, man. I, we didn't we didn't know about this. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. Me, too. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's get it wrapped up. Um, oh, yeah. So, main topics for today. So, the main thing that we're going to talk about today, uh, mostly uh, movie, film, and television stuff, uh, but... Uh, we're really going to jump into Sorry to Bother You, which we both had the pleasure of seeing. Before we get into that, though, uh, some quick news about the homie Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Emmy nominations came out. Um, I believe Atlanta is nominated for 16 Emmys. Um, which, were you really surprised? No, but I'm, I'm glad it's, you know, it's like one of those expected nominations now. Like Atlanta is so good that if it doesn't get nominated for an Emmy, you're like, no. I feel like it's going to get canceled that year. <laughs> that's that's probably the reason. Um, Glover got nominated for four. Um, one for lead actor in a comedy series. Another for guest actor in a comedy series. And that's for his appearance on Saturday Night Live. Word. Um, the show itself got nominated for outstanding writing for a comedy series for the episode Barbershop. And I believe he wrote that episode and then outstanding directing I for that episode too, for a comedy series for FUBU. And I believe he directed that episode. Um, Teddy Perkins Jenkins. What Teddy Perkins, Teddy Perkins also got nominated, but that's hero directing. So he also got nominated. that's still because hero doesn't have, he just started directing. I think, uh, I mean, well, been, I think he's been television. doing it. Yeah. 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 He's been yeah. But in the sense of television, I thought that episode was amazing. Yeah, and uh, what and episode was that? That was two. No, that was like four. It was a little deeper in, right? Yeah. It's like either episode four or five. Yeah, you think it was that deep? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely I, the first two episodes definitely were not that, and I, it's either the third or the fourth one because everyone had like their specific mm, episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, the actor who plays Paperboy, got nominated for best supporting actor in a comedy series, and then Zazie Beetz also got nominated for best supporting actress in a comedy. Um, Is it Zazie or Zazie? You know, it's a good point. Uh, it's probably Zazie. Zazie Beats. I think it's Zazie. You're probably right. I'm just from live shows, mm-hmm. interviews, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, probably. Go ahead. Um, just looking at the nominations generally, Handmaiden's Tale got 20 nominations, which I haven't seen, and I've heard really good I things. haven't seen it either, but heard, even... I mean, good looks for Hulu. Um, yeah. Very good. They've been trying so hard with that. I mean, and this they have is, a lot of nice cast of people, even Brian Cranston on that one show, that uh, animated one. You know what I'm talking about, the... Superhero show. It's claymation. Uh, excuse me. All right. Well, I'll refer to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the Handmaid's Tale has been like their darling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they have uh won Emmys with before. But isn't it based off of? Uh, it's based off a book by uh, Margaret 
what's her last? Oh, damn. I can't remember her name. But either way, it's real it's quick. Off a novel. Yeah. I have a question for you. And uh-huh. this is more so for everybody, too, that like, are, I guess, interested in it. How do you feel about these things that win awards? Like multiple years in a row? Not multi, not not in that aspect, but are based off of books. Is that even really considered? You think that's fair. Is that fair? And if is it uh, like okay, think about the Oscars in the sense of something. Oh, okay, you well, know what I mean. Well, like if it's based off of something already, how I can mean, you that say that's mean in a, that doesn't mean it's going to be good? It's not guaranteed to be good. Like uh, Kick Ass, Kick Ass is a good movie, but it's not. It didn't get nominated for like. Action movie of the year, like Kick Ass, great graphic novel. Kick Ass has n- it would never be nominated. Exactly, it's still based off of a book. Yeah, okay, which fair. is a graphic. All right, novel. yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, yeah. okay, fair I enough. I mean, there there are plenty of 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 movies that are based off of books that don't get like. I mean, like all of all of like the the romance, like the Notebook. Granted, mm-hmm. I don't remember if that won anything. I think it did, but it, I didn't no, remember. actually, well, all of that writer's material is not going to get nominated just because it's you know people have adapted it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think a lot of adaptations go into the director's vision. So, like, The Handmaid's Tale, and I have I've been following one of the DPs and one of the directors on the show, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, Elizabeth Moss herself, uh, but like. The direction there and, 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 oh, I see. So Miles is on, on Google right now. Uh, another Hulu show that I really like that I, I, the first season I really loved and I never got a chance to watch the second season is called The Path. Um, oh, with, with uh, um, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that's still going too. That has a few seasons. Yeah. I think, I think they're on, they finished season two. They're going to season three. I have to watch season two, see where it goes. Um, anyway, uh, adaptations, it's all about the director and the writing. If that's not there, yeah, I, guess I mean, the performances, right like all of it comes together. Like the leftovers, like the leftovers. I really got to see that, man. I'm so sorry. I still haven't watched it. Well, the funny thing about the leftovers yeah, yeah, yeah. is that it's, the first season is based off the book. The second two are not. Oh, really? They ran with it because it was kind of like a, a sleeper hit, even though it never pulled in like major numbers. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't pulling in Game of Thrones numbers. Yeah. They still like, had I, a hear, very, I still hear very good reviews. Like, you between you and Lewis, like, like you guys, that's my favorite show. You guys both said that's your favorite show. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's and I love depressing stuff. And that yeah, show's depressing as hell. Oh, is it? It's not like, like if this is us makes you cry every episode because it's like, oh my I don't god, watch this. I have I don't either. But <laughs> okay, like, okay. from what I've heard, yeah, like, yeah, the leftovers is like I'm gonna have an existential crisis every episode. Oh really? It's great. I Do you want to see what happens next? Yeah, no, like the the immediate story. Um is good in itself Mm -hmm. and then just like the general like what happened why is there no more people around anymore it's cool to stay with and And then there's a little bit of sci-fi that gets thrown into there too like there's some supernatural well yeah i know it's based off of the people that get left over right well like like there is no explanation to that really yes not to it never happens like it happens but they don't give an explanation. they're not like aliens came down and did this one day oh it's just more so this happened and we're still trying to figure out what yeah so it has no immediate title it's like it's less about like oh my god this crazy thing happens and scientists come in and try and figure it out like there are there are people trying to figure it out (laughs) it's like a movie lineup right there yeah Yeah. okay we gotta figure it's not it's not a rival it's not like oh what are these aliens doing here it's like yeah how do we survive now that 2% of the population just dipped? So, um, so anyway. let's, yeah, let's hop back to the yeah, enemies. So just to get back to the point. Uh, so the handmaid's tale got 20 nominations. Game of Thrones got 22 and Westworld's got 21. It's good to see Westworld up there. Cause I don't think it was there last year. Um, uh, stranger things and this is us both get some nominations. 
Um, and I've never had the opportunity to see Killing Eve, which is a show like a spy versus spy show on BBC America. Mm-hmm. But uh, the main actress on there, Sandra Oh, is apparently the first Asian uh Asian, Asian or Asian American? I believe it's Asian American nominated, nominated for a lead actress role. So Killing she, Eve. Yeah, Killing Eve. I have to check it out. BBC America. All right, word. I don't even know what channel that is. Who cares? Oh, this is a girl from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, that's her bigger claim to fame. Um, I've seen the trailer to that. Yeah, yeah. Did it it's interesting. Good? Okay. Yeah, it definitely it piqued my interest to the point where I'm like, I'm gonna check this out. You know, it's I have no time to actually watch these shows that there's, are there's a lot probably are really good and worth my time. There's a lot of good content. Dude. I watch so much bad shit on Netflix. <laughs> like, and I, I even before you came here, I'm like, okay, let me kill some time. You know, uh, check out some shows that maybe I want to watch. I'm like, yo, Luke Cage, I'm not interested in because um, I didn't watch the second season yet. I gotta. And John keeps saying Bushmaster because that's the only show he's seen on Netflix. John doesn't watch TV. I know, I know. I, so was, when he watches a show, it's it's that it's or nothing. That or no- <laughs> so Bushmaster is the main antagonist, well, not one of, in second. Luke Cage's second season. Oh, okay. So he's just like, yo, be up in here like Bushmaster. I'm like... <laughs> I don't even want to watch the show, but I feel like I need to to see why you're using that reference and if it applies. Right, right. But it probably won't. But yeah, <laughs> I I gotta invest more time in other. Well, that's a lot. Shows. Like like some other stuff that got nominated. Yeah, Barry on HBO. I'm so happy that it got nominated. I didn't see exactly. an episode, Same. but I rooted for it so much. And I think it's because we knew early on that Hero was directing like first couple of yep. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And got some. And then Glow got Glow uh, got some nominations too. Glow's great. I didn't see the second season yet either. I've only seen bits it. and pieces of the first one. First season is so good in the sense of like, it. At first you're thinking, okay, this is a comedy, and then the first episode passing is like, how the hell are you guys gonna get me for the whole season? I, I watched the first episode. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, to the but like you kind of. Did you understand it? You felt like you got an idea yeah, of what it was? Yeah, like what's going to happen. Now, it definitely, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff that applies in there that's like, oh shit, that was more serious tone than this show lets off. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I think the first episode, like, there's an affair happening right in the beginning of the first episode. Immediately. <laughs> that first episode was prime in setting up what was going to happen for the rest of the season. Well, you know what's crazy? You should watch, well, go ahead, which I don't know if you'll like Mad Men. <laughs> Sorry, bro. This is me judging you. No, it's don't okay. Think. It's okay. It is a I hear, slow burner. I heard. You know, but, but in the first I episode. I don't like those long ass shows. That's kind of like Game of Thrones. I actually don't watch Game of Thrones. That's don't, fair. Don't. Well, the first couple of seasons, like. I have got through the first season, not through all of it, but half of it. And I was like, this isn't really hooking bro, me right you now. You got to finish that joint, man. Yeah. Finish that joint, but in the first episode of Mad Men, like mm-hmm. we see Don Draper, like he's like, oh, I'm a super cool ad executive, and then he goes, he goes, quote unquote, home, and he's not home, he's having an affair, and then he goes home, and you're like, oh, dog, this dude is dirty. Oh, so that's yeah. the first reveal of him being like, oh, yeah, like okay. this dude is complicated. Yes. Like he's good at his job, women love him, and he's married and has two kids, like, and he's having an affair. Yeah, like, what? Um, this guy's a madman. Dun dun dun. <laughs> the um, I, yeah, I got to give AMC credit too because they definitely made they were, good shows. They were, they were like holding it down. And like, I'm going to say not 2012, maybe 2010. Breaking Walking Bad, Dead just Walking came Dead, out. Breaking Bad. Yep. 
everything Mad was Men. stacked. Like they had those three shows working. We're AMC. <laughs> Where story matters. I'm like, oh, Yo. yay! Like, and I'm then so happy. after after Mad Men and Breaking Bad fell off or finished rather. Yeah, finished. Walking Dead kind of lost its way. Walking uh, Walking Dead is very tough right now. Yeah, because I actually left season. Four, season three. Season when they four. were in the jail, I was like, "You guys are taking too the long." The jail was the last. I I just finished that season. I was like, "I'm not. Yeah. You guys aren't worth the rest I'm, of my time." I'm good, thanks. No one really died that I missed, and except for uh, the, my dog, O dog. Oh, <laughs> I forgot his name, man. T dog, T dog. Shit, man. <laughs> T dog went out swinging too. Go, <laughs> get out of here. That's how they all go. Tito, no, she's not worth it. <laughs> she dies in two seasons. <laughs> no. Damn. Oh man. Um. Uh. Rick and Morty got some. Uh. Some Emmy love. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got a uh, nomination for outstanding animated series for their Pickle Rick episode. That sure. is weird because I don't think that should have. It's a good episode though. I think there's better episodes. I gotta go back and watch the second season again, but just go to the live feed <laughs> on the live stream. Hey, wait, go to Adult Swim for oh, their yeah, live yeah. stream. Also, YouTube they have one. Yeah. yeah YouTube yeah. took him down. Um and then oh kind of cool, kind of controversial. Cat Williams got nominated for, for like uh Alligator Man? No. Yeah, he got nominated for Best Guest Actor for that episode. I think that's fair. You know what's funny? I thought his cameo was the best cameo in the sense of like, oh shit, that's Cat Williams. Didn't know he was going to be in the episode. Right. And then like, he wasn't playing his normal part. Well, yeah, he was like, was he the- was definitely a cynical person, but like, he's not cracking jokes every five Yeah, it times. was more so like, this is my life. Well, it's funny because <laughs> like, like it, it was like a good character for him because it kind of represented where he was, he was in his at, career. Like, yeah. Uh, well, and I was reading like just some 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 basic like feedback about this, like him getting the nomination. Yeah, 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 yeah. People were like, Cat Williams is a terrible person. Like he's like he's been he's slapped like Target employees. He's thrown like salt shakers at at restaurant employees. Oh, so people like, don't think a, he deserves it. Yeah, like he's controversial, and especially in the like, like the light of Me Too, people mm-hmm. were like, we can't give these people respect. Okay, I agree, but. That has nothing to do with what with the he, episode. With the episode, that has nothing to do with the episode. I'm, and also, just to like trek back, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but uh, um, XXX, Tantasio. Yeah, 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 his passing. Right yeah. now, that whole debacle was people saying like, he deserved to die. It's like whoa, like yeah. I mean, it's you it's, can't because just because someone did bad doesn't necessarily mean that their specific thing that they were like I, I guess trying their talent or you know skill that they were outputting I don't think that necessarily means they could be judged off of that that's like Miles Davis that's like Ray Charles any artist or well you got you like got you got to take them in their totality like this is the nomination's cool for Cat Williams because mm-hmm. it's like his redemption story. Like, yeah, he's this still is, he is coming doing, back. Yeah, he's still capable of doing good work, and apparently, like, he's doing more serious things now. Or looking at more like legitimate roles, which he has been doing. He has been at the Def Comedy Jam reunion. I uh, didn't see that, but okay. You didn't see that? No. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I believe it's it. just because it's a bunch of drunk old comedians that your mom used to watch if you were black. Cedric <laughs> <laughs> the Entertainer. Yeah, no, oh. Bernie Mac. Um, Bernie Mac is dead, B. Oh. 
but they had a nah. They had a they had a they had Yo, his clips. There? They oh, had his okay. yeah. He was he was he was. Gotta give it to him yes, he was he was. DL. Steve Harvey was there. Of course, he kept cracking jokes like, "Yo, I got a I got a few real jobs. Other I can't be cursing on TV no more," which is hilarious because that's Steve's character now. He He's got all these shows and stuff. He's a super nice but dude. You, Cat Williams was also in there, and he's like. <laughs> You know it's been a minute, <laughs> and I've been in the news a lot lately. He cracked a joke about himself, which was like, I mean, he should. Yeah, at but this point. that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's if Dave Chappelle can have a comeback story, I feel like. I mean, Cat Dave Williams Chappelle's can. different. Dave was like, I'm getting robbed on my own show. I'm out. It's not like he wasn't getting robbed on his own show. Yeah, well, he he fe- was getting offered. Well, he got an offer, but he felt like he was like the monkey in the cage, and the people were like, Did you see his stand up? That yeah, he explained he never, that at the he, end. He, hey, it was a vague. He, it was that pimp story. Yeah, he, that yeah. bottom bitch. I was like, yo, that story. I was like, bro. When he said it though, I was like, okay, I understand where you're coming from on yeah, that. He he did another. Um, he made another comparison too, and I can't remember the the logistics of it. It was about like somebody. It was like a baboon. It was about a baboon and salt traps. I forgot what they do. Like if you leave a, a like a cube of sugar or salt, yeah. Near water, like a baboon will go. Over he said it in the same comparison, or no, this oh, isn't okay. like a different interview. Okay, gotcha. the case, but he felt yeah. I, in one way or another, he just felt like he was being played, kind of like people were, were were controlling him, maybe or not, or or they they like, I guess Comedy Central like figured out who Dave Chappelle was, quote unquote, and then we're just trying to like have him constantly do Dave Chappelle things, and he's like, uh, I'm probably more than that, and I'm gonna do me, so he peaced out. Um, <laughs> I'm probably more than that. I'm which more is than fair. I'm more than. But just, that's so weird because that was literally, and not to talk about Dave Chappelle's career for too long, but like he's come from like he's a uh, nutty professor like cameo as you didn't know he was in that movie, did you? I don't. I he's the stand-up that. comedian in the club. Well, I mean, his first. I think his first movie appearance was Half Baked, wasn't it? No. It wasn't Nutty Professor. Bro, he was in Nutty Professor. What came what came first? <laughs> you think that he was in something else? Go, Google, go. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh I think uh no, I well, I'm just confused to why you I get where he's coming from. That's a lot of money and I, I, you don't want to necessarily sell out on your creativity of what you would necessarily you don't want to put a label on who you are. I don't want to say Andre is a depressing dude who has a bad show. Why are you making faces? No, he was in he was in Robin Hood Men in Tights, and his role was at Chew. <laughs> at Chew? At Chew. A H At Chew C H O O. At Chew. <laughs> There's under yeah, he's been So he had side yeah, he had a bunch of side low gigs. I mean, but, I and mean, then he was probably doing stand up before that. He was. He yeah. was on Def Comedy Jam too. Yeah. He was uh, there. I That's like, why we listening to him like explain why he left the show, like I get it. Like he has the creative freedom to do whatever he wants, so yeah. Regardless. All right. Emmys. Uh, I yeah. like that cat. Has, okay. has a nominee. Yes. I think it's it's good for him personally. Like depending. Yeah, on I think he deserved it. Right. When like, you said it, I episode. immediately knew why, and I was like, okay, that's he, a good episode. Yeah, that you was know, a good episode. You know, it's funny in 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 uh, in the write up about Donald Glover in the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Glover had told uh, the interviewer guy by the name of Tad Friend. Um, he said to Cat Williams that he's going to try and get him an Emmy for that role. And he did it. Yep. Did Donald write that episode? I don't know, actually. 
IMDb, go. Do 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 do. We'll be right back. IMDb, IMDb, IMDb. Uh, I'll look it up in a second. Yeah, but no, uh, but uh, I. Yeah, I just thought it was cool because as soon as I saw his name on the, the nomination list, I was like, Donald. He knew. <laughs> he knew. What? Yeah, um, I'm going to get this dude an Emmy because oh, I'm up. Donald Glover. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Prince reincarnated well, that, right now. That was his. Uh, I wouldn't say, nah, Prince, Prince is, is the wrong old. dude. Well, you can't really compare Donald to anybody. But I wouldn't compare Donald to Prince. I would say in terms of his Donald uh, wasn't charisma. playing basketball, crossing people up in high school while making an album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's not Donald Glover. I'm sorry, I thought you said playing basketball. I thought you were gonna go to the Dave Chappelle episode. No, Prince. You guys actually, want some crepes? That's bitches. a true story. People have. I know it's a true story. Prince I know is dirty I know, at basketball. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You want some pancakes, bitches? <laughs> Shirts for skins. <laughs> Blouses. Blouses. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, I'll I'll look that up later. It doesn't really matter. Um, good. Good news on the Emmy side. Yeah. 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 Things Donald look good. Glover. Things look good generally. Just the killing Emmy. the game, no matter where he's at. Yeah, yeah. I actually like the Emmy awards that come out. I feel like they're much more like true to what what's happening on TV. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Most of these nominations are not even on TV anymore. Like Hulu, mm-hmm. HBO, well, HBO's cable. So, but Hulu, like Netflix, like yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 you're right. A uh, Glow. I'm, yeah. Barry, oh, Barry HBO. That's all uh, internet based. Yeah. So it's just like where quality television, quote unquote, quality television is going mm-hmm. is leaving traditional television. Like I'm waiting for YouTube to get their own Emmy. Oh, uh, no. I'm not, I'm not saying like, you see the shows that the qualities that that's what I'm saying. Like, out. I'm I'm curious to know when that happens. Like when YouTube gets like their first big show. Like Amazon has Amazon has the marvelous Miss Mabel. I think as one of their uh their their, their comedy nominations. Yeah, they, I saw that. Actually, yeah, like they they Amazon. That's what has, I wanted to ask you. Man, um, just maybe you know this. Uh, and uh, I just didn't look it up, and I'm thinking about it now. The mm-hmm. Oscar. Uh. Academy, the Academy, right? Mm-hmm. You know that those big invitations where a few people were invited to the Acad- uh, the Academy? Mm-hmm. Is that for the Academy in the sense of like... I think it's just... Picking the, Acad- the movies? Yeah, so I think the, they're the Academy... Uh, like I didn't even realize that you you knew who was in the academy. Like there is a committee of people, yes, who are all on the who all have the ability to vote. The academy, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So these like celebrities and these stars got invited onto the, uh, the well. That was after the whole Oscar so white thing. Like, yeah, they opened I know. it up and then really. So that was a that was what that was. But, but, but I wanted, I didn't want to think that these people were just like oh. You know, the Academy invited these people to just come talk to us. Like, it wasn't necessarily... I wanted to know that if these guys were on the... Like, I don't know I don't know what the landscape of the Academy was prior yeah. to that event. I mean, even now, I don't know what the landscape of the Academy looks like. But, uh, you know, there are, like, critics and reviewers and, and you know, film, I guess, celebrities, for lack of a better term, um, directors, actors, actresses, or actors... Um, all varieties of people, producers, etc., who are on the academy or in the academy rather, and uh, can can vote. Yeah, Miles is on the academy page now. Yeah, no, that's the exactly what it is. Membership. They, they invited nine hundred and twenty eight and twenty eight members, mm. and they're a list of people that have 
Then actors. I have a list of actors, casting directors, cinematographers. Now that's weird to well, me, though. It's like everybody. Is that? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know like where these people. I don't know if these people <clears throat> all vote collectively. Yeah, on all that's of what the I'm. Same that's things. what I'm more. I don't know. I don't know what the landscape is there. Like, because I don't know if I, uh, Jeff Beal. I don't know if I trust you, Jeff. I don't. <laughs> well, that's why you have so many people, and that's why the whole Oscar So White thing like opened up the gates for like more people of color to get in there and be like, well, Moonlight should get nominated. You know what I'm saying? Like, or like but, Black Panther should be in here because it's great. It better not be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was not what I thought you were going to say. Black Panther is not a movie that should be awarded an Oscar. I never freeze. No. You need to. <laughs> Someone needs to put you on ice. Cause yeah. wait, there was a there was a meme. No, didn't someone say you you brought this up? I think one show where they said oh, Chadwick yeah. Boseman yeah, is was, actually getting time. It was Michael B. Jordan, Mike, right? Yeah, at some some awards. I think like the MTV like music video. No, not the music video awards. Because was, was, was it coming Nick, up? Was it, it was Nickelodeon? Like, yeah, it was like a Nickelodeon something. He's like, y'all y'all can stop telling him like asking him to do it because he's tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the pictures like he was. It's, it's, just it got <laughs> so like the he Wakanda. started holding himself. <laughs> so the progression of like oh, Wakanda man. Forever pictures that Chad was in, it's like arms are all the way up, yeah. arms are halfway yeah. down, yeah. arms aren't there anymore. So that was hilarious. <laughs> but all right, cool to the academy. Yeah, let's talk uh, about uh, uh, what did you want to bring something else up? No, let's talk about sorry to bother you. Let's let's talk about it after the break. No, give me. Damn, that was a good, yeah, good yeah. little pause on me too. Yeah, yeah. What's the musical choice today? Andre? Okay, so we're gonna go, go over the pond, as they say, to the homie uh, D. Don't care. Hey, out in the UK, um, we're gonna play his uh, Brown Sugar joint. It's called Brown Sugar. Dill Withers, uh, in parentheses, come get it, love. And that's it. <laughs> There's the BPM there too. Yeah, it's 94 yeah, yeah. if you want to know. But um That's his calling card. Yeah, yeah. It lets you know where to play it at. Um shout out to D. He's the homie. Just been dropping like crazy Yo. bangers. He that's all he does Yo, over there, man. Like him and Kayla Maestro. Like they both work they, and they both, both make beats. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's literally uh, they yeah. got the track. <laughs> you pulled up the track with them together. <laughs> that was the first one that came up. I put D and it was just front. Yeah. So uh we're gonna play this uh brown sugar. Flip by the homie D, and then uh, we'll be back on the AM podcast, baby. Wow, they're so cool. Right down to my knees And whenever you let me hit it 
sweet like honey when it comes to me. Skin is caramel with the cocoa eyes. Even got a big sister by the name of Chocolate. Brown sugar bay. I guess high off the moon. Don't know how to behave. to the homie D. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, D don't care. Ain't in podcast? Ain't in podcast. Oh, wow. Shout out to our very, <laughs> very... Wait, time out. Time, time out. Before you even get to finish that. So Miles... <laughs> So like me, me and Boss obviously like have schedules. It's hard to get together sometimes. We, we run other stuff, right. and we 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 we, we, we make got it nine work. to fives. I do. Uh, he I, does. He, I kind of do. You it's do during the year. There right. you go. But either way, we 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 do other things, and we, we you know we try and keep the show going. So today, the homie the homie T Smooth from uh free free radio. He's he like 
He went on a thread tear, which I agree with 100%. Okay, so, so he listened to the last episode, and we talked about Joe K a little bit in the last episode, and he was like, yo, here's a, here's a thread on selection, and then just went in, gave all his thoughts, and he's like, yo, thanks to a Podcast for starting the conversation, and then he like shouted all of us out because he's like, we need the shot. Yeah. And you know, whatever the case, check out his thread if you're so inclined to, to see what he said. But so ever since then, Miles was like... Yo, we gotta keep the show going. This is great. It's amazing. We got fans. We got dedicated people. But like, it's not like I thought his tweet was a direct source of us. But it was more like that we had that we had a little bit to do with that tweet thread. And I was was just like, direct result of him listening to the episode. Of course, it has something to do with us. We started this whole. I'm trying to be modest, (laughs) but it's just cool, man. I just I don't know. I agreed with it. So like. Miles really appreciating his fans right now. I just like not even fans. You guys are my friends. <laughs> yes, you guys are our family. Yeah. When when Miles is like, "Yo, we got to keep the show going. We got fans." I'm like, "You mean all of our friends?" friends? Yeah, I was like, "Nah, fans." <laughs> <laughs> they're only they're fans when they're listening. Yeah, but they're friends when they DM me. <laughs> you can't say that on the show, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, yeah, but uh let's... yeah, we thank you guys for yeah. listening. Yeah. Episode 9. Yeah, this is 9. <laughs> yes, cool. We've been at this bad boy for like 2 months. Uh, it doesn't uh eek. When's the first episode? First episode came out. 3 months. Bang. Pow, 55 followers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they don't need to know. No. Regardless, I update them every episode. <laughs> oh, yo, it's like YouTubers, like, oh, Bob Billy Thornton, thanks for the follow, man. Oh, appreciate that's it. Twitch people. Well, I mean, that's I, Twitch streamers. I keep, I keep watching the the dude on the oh he the, oh the, the streamers dude. that goes to yeah, yeah I know they, what you're they saying. They poured it over anyway, which is a whack ass video. There's no heart in that video. What's the DBZ fighters dude I watch all the time now? Because I wish I was good at the game, but I'm not. You are good at the game. I'm basic. Nah, you're pretty good, man. Regardless, let's talk. About, <laughs> let's talk about this movie. All right, all right. So, sorry to bother you. For those of you who have not seen the movie, "Sorry to Bother You" is a comedic satire uh, following Cassius Green, who's kind of this uh, down and out dude who's broke, and he gets a job at a telemarketing company. He discovers that he's very good at the job after he employs this thing called a white voice, which allows him to uh, tap in and and talk to people in a way that he... In a white voice. Yes, basically. That's what it's about. (laughs) Uh, And then he rises in the ranks in this company while other things are happening around around him and the company. So we'll leave it at that for now. Um, Really want to hover and highlight the word satire because... <laughs> I did not go into it. That you weren't way. ready for. It. I was. I was ready for something funny. No, I was ready for a movie that went through the festival circuit, made its way to the theaters. Are you looking for some like mumblecore joint? No, not even, man. I was looking for Keith Stanfield and a movie about a white voice. I wasn't looking. I like, hold what, on a second. Is, There's gonna be spoilers before this. All right, we're gonna we're talking spoilers. Good so call. there will be spoilers. Yeah, I'm not. We're not just oh, spoiler free. I really not. Nah, I'm gonna tell you, if you saw this movie, that horse shit got me weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> because I was all right. All right, that is. I feel like there's two parts. Well, well this movie's somebody, two parts. I think my sister 
pointed out that like, did you guys see it together? Yeah, it was me, Perfect. Jess, Gina, and Kevin. What did Jess say when that part came up? What? Did anyone say anything? I don't when think that part came no up. No one was like, <gasps> Courtney gasped. <laughs> we were just like, yo, like, like everyone internally was just like, what the fuck? God damn. Yeah, there are horse people in this movie. Hey man, can you come help me out? <laughs> yo, when he popped out the bathroom, I was like, oh my. Literally, in my in the back of my head, like I usually keep cool in movies. Like some yeah. people try to look at me to see if I like react a certain way. And I hate that. Yeah, don't look at me in the I'm middle sorry. of the movie. Be like. I was just that doing was that before. <laughs> yes, which is thank you. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, Miles is like, yo, you need to watch this. So he put he plays it on his laptop, not mine. It's got to be his laptop because it's two inches bigger. Woo! And then he like he's sitting like maybe like a foot behind me, watching me watch the thing. And I'm like, yo, this is uncomfortable as hell, dude. And I don't laugh when it's funny. He wants me to react in a certain way. And I'm like, I don't. I'm not here to. Like, play for you like if i think this is funny i would think it's funny i just want you to laugh at my memes <laughs> i just want you to laugh at the memes i send you but yeah yeah like, go ahead at that moment in the theater i think everyone was just like yo and then at the end jessica was like yeah like, or it's either jessica or gina they're like yeah they're, they're workhorses literally yeah which i understand it was and he even said that boots riley he even said like there's gonna be a lot of different subjects in this movie yeah there's a lot of a lot of threads that that which he does do a good job. They all on hold his, together. Yeah. I was going to say his tangents when he does go on them in the movie, you know which ones I'm talking about? Like the the one where Cassius and his friend are like bickering, right? Like back and forth in front of the crowd. And he's like, you smell good. Yo, that was the blackest thing in that movie. Bro. That was the funniest thing in that movie. I was movie. like, yo, this is uncomfortable. Yo. Who's going to swing first? What's <laughs> And good? it was just, it was just. You smell pretty good too. I was like, wait, are they mad at each other or not mad at each other? <laughs> like, like, like before they started complimenting. I mean, they. I don't think those were compliments. No, no, they. they those weren't. were just. Shade. It was all yeah. It was, it was, all, was all shade in the beginning, and then all of a sudden that was the the flip. The flip, but it was still all. Cool. Shade. Let's go hang out then. Yeah. I guess we hanging out. Yeah. I'll buy. I'll buy them all. <laughs> wait. Like, how about one? How about two? How about three? Yeah, I got them all. Four, seven. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, these cats. Well, like, it's it's that like. Well, there's so many. There's again. so many levels to that. That scene in itself, like, there's so many levels to now. It. Uh, another uh, scene, because I'm just going through the scenes that really like jumped s- out. Jumped out to me. Uh, the one, and it was this whole scene, man. That was like when he went to the party. Oh, and they're like, he's like, rap for me. Yeah, no, he's oh. like, yo. Cash is you're oh, from yeah. the hard streets of Oakland. Right, yeah. <laughs> Tell the, me some stories, man. And it's just a bunch of white people in the yeah, room looking at, at him. And he's just like he's like, yeah, he's like I bet you're a sick rapper. I'm like, yo, this is high school for me, right? Now. Yeah, dude. As soon as that scene popped up, I was like, yo, I've been here. <laughs> I bet you could rap. Come on, man. Rap. Rap. That was yeah. when I was <laughs> they yelled rap for like a solid 10 seconds of the movie just, just like rap. where he goes with it though is the best part. which is perfect because that was a nice reflection of society oh, like you can't even lie he was like uh my name is Cassius I never even he, fumbles, he fumbles through the rap genuinely like he's yes. not he says he's not good at freestyling like and he's rapping, bad at it and he is bad at it to then, turn the crowd with nigga shit nigga shit nigga <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting here and i'm like there's yo. no black people in this crowd right now yeah. what is going on I, there was like a couple to the right of us okay and like like they didn't laugh at like at the most immediate things were, that were funny yeah. but when they laughed i they got it okay like cool they, they were just like ha 
Like, they've either been in that situation, know someone who has, or know white people enough to be like, wow, this happens all the time. Or they know black people enough to be like, that's funny. Yeah, just seeing that scene. And that that's scene, why that was a great, I love that. So I, I sent Miles the link to uh, Lisa Riley's interview with Terry Gross. And so, shout out Terry. <laughs> yeah, shout out Terry Gross. So there's one point in her interview with director Boots Riley where, um, uh, Terry Gross is aware that in high school, Boots Riley wrote this rap version. Like he wrote the whole play and the music to this rap version of West Side Story that he did. He that he had done, and she was like, "As a fan of West Side Story, could you pretty please maybe rap some of the lyrics?" And Boots Riley's like, "No, because I'm old and I don't remember any of that." But like, <laughs> low key, I'm like, "No, because I don't want to do this." I don't want to rap for you on And NPR. she like really sounded like so uh Yeah, she she was like treading boots. It. <laughs> Can I call your boots? <laughs> like oh she man. was like afraid to ask it but had to ask it because she just really wanted him she to wanted do it. that. She wanted that clip. Come but on, it, give me some juice. But it felt exactly like that scene. Yeah. But that's what is funny. Like I love about this I was like, no, Terry, this happened in the movie. Nigga shit. <laughs> I just that that seemed really that was the one that really probably popped out to me the most where I was like I feel like that's well that's probably like the most familiar yeah that was relatable yeah. another thing that I I was like I was kind of like this is an intense version of explaining this thing that goes on but that art show <laughs> the art show yeah, that was, that the was art great. show was normal <laughs> and then when she said she had an act I was like okay. <laughs> It can't be that bad. Yo, when it happened, I was just like, and it it drags for a little bit. I guess I get it, but it drags for this, a very long I think time. In that very moment, I think everyone is Cassius, and everyone's like, "Stop, stop!" And then she's like, "Shut up, I'll do what I want." And I don't like you right now, so get out of my face. Yeah, that yeah. was. Go home. Go to your party. <laughs> oh, you're right though. I mean, she is right. Though. Uh, I also liked the kicking the shit out of you show. Yo, that was wild. <laughs> because, like, they played that. They dragged that throughout the whole movie, and he was even on it, which was great. Was like, like, the movie is definitely... I, I thought that was just going to be, like, a throwaway. Like That's what I'm thing. saying, yeah. yeah. So that's that That was the one thing I took from the movie in the sense of, like, all togetherness. Like, I, every that, it's its own universe, 100%. Yeah, it sure. is not something on Earth... Maybe it is an over exaggeration of what we're doing. I think in, in a lot of descriptions, it's dubbed as like a, a alternate version of Oakland, like present day Oakland, just yeah. like an alternate. Yeah, reality. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, that was there was a lot of stuff that that show was crazy. Um, like some of the protest chants were funny. Like they would just throw out random stuff. Oh, like yo, <laughs> Steven, uh, so Steven had the funniest. Uh, hey, st shout out Steven Young. Yo, he's the man. he was the best in the movie. He was probably he's my favorite man. next to Lakeith. Lakeith, yeah. Army Hammer was good. Yeah, I, you know, in reading reviews, people were like, wow, this is a really, really good role for Army Hammer. Like maybe too good. Like this is <laughs> you. You Army like was like he was just like no. <laughs> like just sit down and watch me you it explains that, that was funny he's like yeah if you watch the video and i watched the video and it explained it i'm like also, tight if he didn't go to the bathroom he would have just al also i really like that video because it it's it says it's directed by michelle D dondry which is obviously a, like a 
homage to Michelle Gondry. Yes. And, and Michelle Gondry's great. He's just a doofy, janky guy. I oh. love Be Kind Rewind. That movie is hilarious. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but Go ahead. The whole movie on itself, uh, in and of itself, is a very like very surreal thing where you get put into these, uh, like you you get put into these situations that seem dreamlike. Yeah, and like I really I really like that. Like early on when he's dropping into when he's making that the was phone cool. calls, like he yeah, drops yeah, yeah. into yes. these people's lives to see just show how intrusive it is. Yeah, like uh, it felt that felt like very. Um, oh wow, what is the movie with Jim Carrey and what's her Who else? face? Oh no! Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh yeah, like it felt very much oh, like drop that. in that sense. Like, like like okay, very Charlie Kaufman, very Michelle Gondry, very Spike Jones, like just kind of converging all of these different spaces and mental places uh, at the same time. Uh, and I really like that about the movie too. I, I I thought it was just uh, it was definitely well done in that sense. Yeah, Steven. He did great, but like for real though, he felt like the most anchored character in the movie, but he also had moments where it's just like, yo, what's what good? What is Steve? <laughs> yeah, Steve, you get down like that? that? That whole, that whole like tangential thing at the rally. <laughs> and responsible for having a one night stand and possibly having to get tested the next day. We're like Steve, stop, stop! And he, he kept going. It's like, bro, stop! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what was his name too? Was it Squeeze? No, it was. Uh, I have it right here. I think it was Squeeze. Uh, going off names while I look it up. It is Squeeze. Yeah, my man Squeeze. squeeze. Like, when he said that, I was like, Yo, that's this is black. He did as say hell. Squeeze. He did say Squeeze. I kind of hopped over it. I was like, Yeah, he's like, Yeah, Squeeze. I was like, Yo, that's hilarious. But wasn't Steve? He had a lot of suave in that movie. Oh man. yeah, he was a G. And he technically won. If you look at his story you know, plot, if you look at his, yeah, he got what he wanted. He got exact. He he met a friend. <laughs> he rose his company up. Someone dropped out and decided to go bigger, but he kept fighting. You know, I'm mad that he got the girl, but I'm then mad, dropped it. I'm mad Lakeith gets the girl at the end. That's the, that seemed like that's, more like uh We got to wrap it all up. Yeah, like, that seemed more oh like Oh my god, everything's great now. Yeah. Except he's a horse. It was <laughs> That was I was so sad. I was getting ready to get up Yo, and then I, you know, no 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 <laughs> two seconds of the credits and then the back to the movie. I was like, wait. No, this movie's not over. And then, uh, then that. But I like how they at, at least did not make him hopeless. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's like, hey, I'm coming. And for even everything. at the end, he wasn't even like mad about it. He's like, because he, I already hooked up with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he knew, like I might be a horse because I snorted this stuff. I don't know. Uh, Johnny, the manager of what? What's the firm called? Do you remember what oh, the firm um, is called? Because I, I want to start. Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, the telemarketing agency? Yes. I can't remember. I can't remember. But yo, that dude. Uh, he's great. His explanation. <laughs> Bag it and tag it. <laughs> yo, that whole manager's meeting. You know, because that's very, very, like, very satirical version of corporate life. Like, they try to spell all this stuff out to you, try to be super creative about it. There's one dude who super really loves the job. It's like, this is the that way it woman, goes. That woman, that woman. And we're going to do it. I want it on social media. I want it out there, out there. We're getting more money. <laughs> Damn cashes. That, mean we get that more was, money? it was great. Yeah, she's like, she's like very new age millennial manager, like Danny Glover in this movie. You too. know, he's the last person that signed on to the movie. Really? 
Yeah, like, because uh, cause in the, 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 the NPR yeah, interview, that's he's right. like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, right. we know each other, like, my our dads know each other, or, like, uh, my dad knows him, so I didn't want to be the dude who's like, hey, read my son's script. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently, like, Danny like, was the last dude to read it, and then he loved it and was all about it. And he plays, yeah, like, well, he plays a hard role, too. Like, well, A, it's funny. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> like, oh, Danny Glover. <laughs> That's how I feel Danny Glover is in real life, though. I ain't got time for He's this like a shit, little, man. little, little rough around the edges than we think. He definitely is. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he basically introduces the whole concept of using the white voice. <laughs> and, <laughs> I had to thank you, obviously, because he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, Will oh Smith. Yeah, he's like, not, 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 not white like Will Smith. Yeah. I'm tired that Will Smith gets so much flack, <laughs> but it's like he still respected him too. He's like, he's like, that's just proper and shit. He didn't even get mad at Will Smith. He's no, not saying they, white Will Smith. They dread. They, he's just doing it right. <laughs> Talk about white. He gets dragged. Will Smith Shout gets out dragged. to Amari Hardwick for yeah, playing like Mister Blank. <laughs> They just never give his name. I was like, and they they never did it as is. If they they didn't even have to add that in, and that, I felt like that would have been a lot better. That he didn't you, have a name. Yeah, if they never even referred just, to oh, him as nothing. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that was a quick little thing that they were like, oh shit, we didn't give him a name. Uh, I feel like there's a reason he doesn't have a name. Yeah, you think? And maybe maybe because he's replaceable. Just like the fair, idea. fair. That was, uh, but it was cool because he even he used his normal voice, and I was waiting for that the Yo, whole time. When he did, it threw me off. I'm like, is that actually Omari Hardwick's voice, or is this some random black nah. dude's voice? And he knew. He, I knew in that situation, he was like, "Don't fuck this up." And I knew. I was like, "Whoa, this is deep right here." Well, you know what? That's- that was like a cool situation. I like. Yeah. He was probably like, "Yo, I've been here, man. I'm, I'm, I hate it too. This isn't yeah. a cool job. Like, yeah, it's tough because like." One of the notes I wrote just about the movie is just like how, how there's a, a very high expectation of uh, on people of color to have success, but what it's, success doesn't look the same everywhere you go. So like, it, in this situation, in this one, it, like part of success is selling out or like having no soul. So mm. not that Amari Hardwick's character doesn't have a soul. It's just he got hip to the fact early on that he's. He either a has to like buy into whatever his company is selling, yeah, or remove himself from it so so dramatically that it's just money at the end of the day. So he's like, "Yo, man, just get the paper and be out." Like, just don't, don't do that thing where you ruin. Yeah, it, he's man. like, "Don't mess this up, man." But that's tough, you know. And it is a tough situation. Cassius eventually grows like a a, a a conscience by the end of the movie, and he's like, oh. "Dude, nah." Once that horse thing got introduced, I was like, "You better drop." Yeah, he he turned quick. He's like, "Hype oh. that he did snort that." Yeah, and it was. So and Army sorry. Hammer even said, "Nah, man, I'm not evil." And then soon as he started, jam, I was like, "Army Hammer, you piece of shit." You piece of shit. You are evil. Shout man. out to the horse people. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yo, man, you we... can speak you can speak regular English. I'm from Oakland. <laughs> I'm from Oakland, dog. You speak regular English. Oh word. <laughs> Same fight, brother. <laughs> Steve. Steven Young, yeah, coming in with the, the ill sound by Same fight. I was like, yo, Steve. Steve. You know what's funny? Hero. He was in there a lot longer than I thought he would be. I thought he was going to be like a little cameo, but he's no, in he's, the he's movie. In yeah. He's very crucial. Most of the characters that are introduced. Yeah, they're not are a lot of it. like throwaway characters. Yeah, I don't think characters. there is any. Can you really? No. Everybody has like a pretty good. Except, I mean, Terry Crews' character. I thought he'd be in there a lot yeah, more. Yeah, he wasn't as much. I think much. they sold the movie with his name. 
a lot more than he was in it for sure. True, I agree. Uh, shout out David Cross and Patton Oswalt who yeah. did the white voices. Yo, so people thought that Steve Buscemi did the the, the white yeah. voice for Danny Glover, and it's not. It's just like one of the engineers, and it does sound like it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the first time we hear Lakeith's white voice, it is uh, it is David Cross, and then Omari Hardwick's is Patton Oswalt, and it's that's. That's cool, because I think we knew David Cross is in the trailers, but we didn't know that Patton Oswalt was in there. You know Forrest Whitaker's in this movie? What? Forrest Whitaker plays the first... Oh, my God. He plays who? Akipsian? A- Hold right. on. Hold is on. that the horse people? Please tell me that's not the horse people. Yeah, I guess he plays. He plays the first horse person. He plays. Oh, the dude that's locked. Oh, that's dude that's locked in the bathroom. Yo, Forrest Whitaker. I guess that makes sense, dude. I guess. Hey man, can you help me out? Yo, no way. That's Forrest Whitaker. Yo, (laughs) that's like finding out like Trevor Noah was in. What, was in Star Wars and Black Panther. Yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, I was in, I was in both. I can't even do the South African accent. He's got a weird one too. Anyway, uh, that's crazy, bro. Who? I yeah, Lily James. I tried to figure out when it was Detroit's white voice. Oh, yo, yeah, but- I was low key mad at Detroit for like riding out Cash's fame, but. She still kept her moral compass. But she was cool. more like... Yeah, yeah, she was sort of like, I still fundamentally hate all this, but it's nice to have money. When did Troy do a white voice? During her show. She, yo, as soon as you walk into her art art exhibit, you hear her talking to those other people. That's the white voice? Yeah, she had like a oh. Australian white voice. Yeah, because I was listening, and then when she walked up to Cash, it was, it was normal. So that's yeah, why... Yeah. So the, the play wasn't the white voice then. What do you mean? When she did that... Yeah. Her show? No, she, yeah, she that started. Was the white, oh. She started, and I think as people kept pelting her, she like went back to her original voice. Wow. But yeah, she had like some. I was like, why is, is she doing her white voice? And I was like, low key mad. I was like, why are you doing a white voice, Detroit? You know better than this. But I was like, wait, uh, you know, get your money while you can. So, yeah, Detroit was a weird character. Well, I so I like read she a, like had her own thing, but then I, I read a, a review of her character specifically uh, on OK Player. Okay, and they're like so. On her character specific. So I think her character is kind of based off of the, the manic pixie dream girl. Uh, I believe that's what the stereotype it's is. It's very like, typical nowadays, too. If you yeah, like like it. she's like super eccentric, but like lives to only serve the male protagonist mm-hmm. in the story. And she doesn't ultimately in this movie. Like course, That's exactly like, what it is. She's she, just passed along, probably. No, she, I mean, like, she, along, she, she like rides with, with, with Cassius, but when he... You know, starts Balls. doing the, the morally wrong thing. She's like, "This is bogus, and you're bogus, so I'm leaving." So it's not like it's not like she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna uh, figure out we're gonna, we're gonna get this money," and then like all of a sudden she's like, "You gotta stop." She from the get go is like, "This is evil. Check yourself." Yeah, yeah. Like when when he like goes to check out like the the the, the gallery before the whole exhibit mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, like he's like. A, he's there to just smoke some weed, and B, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, and she's like, yeah, I don't really want to see you, but I, I like seeing you, so yeah, it's cool, I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I thought the weed, that little scene too, was actually pretty dope because I was because <laughs> like, uh, that's how uh, that's how I heard to be feeling. <laughs> Dude just took off his headphones. He just called himself out. He said, That's how I think it'd be happening. 
<laughs> you know, I heard that's what it's like. You know, if you ain't smoking a little bit, it'd be crazy, you know? <laughs> ain't that fucking baby? <laughs> Y'all got me slipping. <laughs> you slipped We're on air. <laughs> you called yourself out, bro. Oh, what's that? What's the dude? Uh, the snowboarding dude? Uh, Sean White. Did you ever see his interview? With him? Yeah, we're just drinking so. a lot in the hotel. Drinking what? Mountain Dew, baby. <laughs> the You're quick 18. <laughs> the quick cover up. Oh, shit. Oh, That's I, what I heard. Yeah, I think when Migos was on, um, I think Sports Center or something else, or one of them was like, yo, who smokes the most? They're like, smoke what? <laughs> I was like, yo, good call, Migos. They all just sat there, like, straight face. They're like, smoke what? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that scene was great. Um, yeah. The movie was really good, man. I did like it. Yeah, it's, I, I like discussing it more than I like seeing it, though, if that makes any sense. That's because you weren't ready for it, bro. You were ready for it? Yeah. You knew exactly where you were walking I mean, into. I didn't know the horse stuff was going to happen. That though. horse shit was weird, man. That I was involved in the movie as is, and like I was ready to see... I I was Whatever. I was curious, though. I was like, how is he falling out of this? Because it doesn't really seem like it's a bad deal for him at all. Well, that horse thing was not what I thought it was going to be. Maybe, like... I was thinking something with the homes, the the living space, like maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you would uh, the way the movie was going, you would have thought that would have been like a bigger part of it. Like, I mean, it still is, it still plays in, but that horse thing is like a whole nother layer. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, um, but yeah, no, I was. You know, the only thing that we weren't ready for is just Boots Riley in his entirety. Like when yeah, people saw it at Sundance. Uh, yeah. of reveal. Like when anything. people saw it at Sundance, they're like, oh my God, this is this dude is crazy. Like there's so much happening here and it works. It did work. Yeah. It did work a hundred percent. Like it, it was definitely through. messy. I, like I would say it, it wasn't be, yeah. very fine knit. It was more of a it was a very uh I'm gonna say Roller coaster. It wasn't like a smooth ride or anything. No, no, of course not. You get thrown into a lot of things very fast. A lot of things very fast. And that's where I found myself like 20 minutes into the movie. I still didn't know how I should feel about certain things. Like that show kicked the shit out of you. Oh, I didn't know if that was going to be a real thing to the point where I got to like, I got to keep seeing it. I like movies like that though. I like being on my toes. That's cool. Yeah, like, if you walk into a movie and know how it's going to play out... Yeah, no, that's that's why I like this movie. It was yeah. definitely good, because I was like, I don't know. Even the ending was very satisfying to me. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that it didn't, like, pay off 100%, and it still had, like, a hook. Like, yeah, yeah. We're going to beat his ass. Yeah. But, uh... That's how I felt about Lady Bird. Lady Bird just felt you like... You know, I didn't see that, right? Is it worth seeing? Lady Bird, it's... I mean, you be your own judge, because... I liked it, but I did not love it as much as everyone else did. I don't even know why everyone gave it the reviews it did. Is I mean, it really deserved the? It's a good. I mean, it's a directorial is it top ten. Well, I mean, it was Oscar nominated. Was it top ten for you, Andre? Uh, no. I mean, I I and I do this thing where I keep comparing the movie to, um, Francis Ha, because. Ah, uh, the Francis, black and white? Yeah, the, the black, black and white, white one, yeah. So, Is it like that? Well, Greta Gerwig wrote both of these. She oh, wrote she okay. wrote Francis Ha with Jason Reitman. She wrote Francis Ha with, with Jason Reitman, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she wrote 
Lady Bird all on her own and she directed it. So like you can you can see the similarities between the two characters. Um and uh I guess this is just me identifying with the older version of that same person maybe, mm-hmm. but I liked Francis Ha or Francis as a character more than I liked Lady Bird as a character. Lady Bird just came off whiny to me. Francis was very like no, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, She's I mean, very, I, yeah. I think I'm just in that stage in my life where I identify with that. Like, she yeah. knows what she wants to do, yeah. but she's it's not just, good at getting there. And uh, that's more relatable than probably Lady Bird is. So, yeah, I mean, in high school, I just, I just wasn't that. So I was just like, I get it, but and I just, I don't know. I think it's just her, Lady Bird's general delivery. Going like her as a person. Going in deeper with the sorry to bother you on things that the movie kept. As a common theme throughout, that that video of him getting the can thrown at him. <laughs> Yo. Because the whole time I'm thinking, how does this dude get a mark on his head as a oh, telemarketer? Yeah, like, right, like the, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Reminded me of Afro Samurai. I saw that. I was like, hmm. Yeah, there was there were themes, man. There were definitely themes. Little and visual symbolism. callbacks. Yeah, definitely. But uh, it, it was shot nicely. I thought it was just funny that the, that the Coke girl like became a celebrity after she hit this dude. <laughs> and she had her own show. And <laughs> it was just weird. The kids were hollow. He's like, what is this shit? <laughs> It's so bad. Yeah, they're all walking around with the headbands on. Trick or treat. <laughs> like, that lady made have her a Coke and smile, bitch. <laughs> and this is how you do a DIY. Have a Coke and smile, bitch hat. <laughs> I was like, wow. But, but it's, like, like all he shoved th- a lot of stuff in that movie. Like, that's that the only reason. That's, that's like a common like internet critique. Yeah, like, will take stuff and make, run with it. Yeah, make people. Famous like like the that had the yeah, the yodeling kid like he's yodeling kid that's a, basically a, Yo, very, Angry Birds Angry uh, Birds is a game but had a movie toy line yeah but the movie everything was okay from what I heard but still that it's still a, a common run Fortnite is in the middle of it right now well, too still. I mean well Fortnite like Fortnite's getting toys by Funko uh the people is it Funko good. am I wrong but, but I mean but that that's legitimate like it's it's a it's designed to have merchandise because it's a game and games have merchandise and not. All games, yeah, sure, for sure, dude. It's been less than a year. For yeah, but if, if I see a yodeling kid bobblehead, I'm gonna be mad. No, it hasn't been a year yet. Almost, almost. Okay, okay. If yeah, if I see a yodeling kid bobblehead, I'm gonna be mad. There already is one, guaranteed. You're probably right. So I, I am mad. Like if I saw a Fortnite bobblehead, that makes sense. You know, they have like they have Overwatch. Like I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like they're designed to have but the yodeling kid is blown up. Yeah, like even or, the, in my feelings. Uh, yeah, like he met Drake. Yeah. So like if he has a bobblehead, or I mean he has a dance now, but whatever. But if he if he had a bobblehead or he has like toys after him, like, he's but he's definitely he's got that fame now. Yeah, he's exactly. gonna like almost he, like a King Batch effect. You might see him in more commercials or something or like even the dude the dudes from like the first season of atlanta like the the the, the dude who like identified as white like he was <laughs> yeah making, he was he was making me inter- internet dude and then now he's on television <laughs> <laughs> yeah now he's on television so like yeah just i guess there there's a lot of layers to the movie and uh you should watch it. all right yeah i was gonna say your final review like it is it's definitely an a like it, it feels right it makes sense that it's happening now um, especially knowing that he finished the script in like 2012 and then made an album based off the screenplay and it's Put been it all together. Yeah. It's been six years since that man finished the screenplay and then made a movie or 
five years, I guess. Yeah, they shot last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whenever they shot, but I no, shot. no, they shot they two years a, ago. Yeah, maybe like would, late. I'm gonna 14. say two, hovering over three, just because this movie has been in festival circuit for maybe. Well, no, it's well, it was in Sundance this year. Like that's when we people first saw it. Sundance this year? Yeah. Are you sure it was this year? Yeah. I heard about this movie last year. Because, mm, well, night like Sundance. I think the Sundance. early last year because mm. I know I I heard Lakeith was making it and he even uh, kept saying it. You know what I mean? Well, I guess involvement, but nobody saw anything from it until no, that no, first. No, definitely yeah, not. I think the Sundance was the first screening of the movie this year. Word in Park City, Utah. Shout out, unique. <laughs> yeah, true. Word up. I think he Yo, went to Sundance this year. He did he? Did that's what we should do. Go say what's up to Unique and then go to Sundance. <sighs> do we we got to go now. We got to look at tickets yeah, now. No, yeah. I miss Sundance every year. I also Same. miss Tribeca every year. Yeah, we talked about that this I year. I miss Tribeca every single year and I always look at the date and it's always tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. we did that. You were like, yo, let's go to Tribeca. And I was like, all right, what is it? You're like, next week. <laughs> oh, okay. Literally for five years in a row, just missed it every time. Damn. But I'm down for Sundance, but we got to... It's expensive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say it's a good movie. Uh, first thing I said when I got out the theater was, I gotta buy the Blu-ray. You know what's funny? I was talking to somebody and uh, one of my coworkers at the school that I work at, mm-hmm. and he had lent this DVD to this this gentleman that I work with on the Northwell podcast that I work on, and he was saying like. It's crazy, like nobody buys DVDs anymore, nobody buy, buys Blu-rays anymore, so no one gets any sort of like director's commentary or actor's commentary or writer's commentary, so you don't get to understand like the minutia of the movie anymore. It's just you get it, and then you have to, well now in this this day and age, you have to like search on the web for interviews or 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 that's it really, like interviews, or like maybe like a behind the scenes clip on what happens, yeah. so like... Blu-rays are great. I mean, it sucks that they're expensive. <clears throat> they're like, but they're they're 20, worth it if you yeah. like the movie. Yeah, of course. I only buy a Blu-ray if I know I a hundred percent. I'm in it. Like I have Inception. Yeah, uh, that's oh well, yeah, The Dark Knight. I have the yeah. Dark Knight. I think I have that whole trilogy on Blu-ray. You know, I bought the screenplays. There's like one big ass book with all three of them. And their screenplays, yeah, and there's a couple the trilogy, yeah, yeah, shit, that's pretty heavy. It's uh, it's a heavy book because there's a lot of stuff stuff in there. Um, but but, yeah, go go see the movie if you haven't. Um, yeah, I think one of the first like behind the scenes things I really dug into was the Social Network. I like watched that. You liked that movie, didn't you? Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. That's David Finch. Yeah, he's my fucking dude. You didn't like Gone Girl, did you? Though. I like Gone Girl. You did? Yeah. Gone Girl was amazing to me. Yeah. My dad and I, I think it was my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say it was. <laughs> we had a choice. It was like, yo, should we go see this movie or this movie? And I was like, ah, oh, we missed it. Let's just go see Gone Girl. And when I watched it, I was like, yo, yo this bitch is crazy. Pops, what's good? <laughs> he, he leans over, don't marry, don't marry someone like this. Yeah. Okay, dad. Yep. <laughs> my dad is the first person to say don't get married. <laughs> my dad makes that joke to the, he's like, hey, don't get married. So like, nah, my dad's been through Oh well, yeah, Two yeah. Okay, well, your dad legitimately could say that. My dad's just like, "Haha, don't get married." Haha. I'm like, "Oh, okay, dad. Mom's in the room <laughs> <laughs> on the couch in the corner." <laughs> He's like, "I'm done. Whatever." All right, we gotta wrap this um, up. If we want to, what, where are we at? Uh, 
Who cares? Hour and like what? <laughs> you guess, guess. Hour, hour and a half. No, 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 no. Hour and no. 15? No. Hour and five? More. Hour and 10? Uh, less. Hour and eight? Uh, hour and eight fifty something. Damn, that's not bad. Um, so wow, we Ma- started at fifty. Right. Miles and I uh watched some short films not too long ago. Uh, so Miles gave me like a bunch to watch real fast. He the first well, the first one that I watched was called Love Is Blind. It's about this girl who like comes home with this dude, and they're getting freaky, and then her boyfriend comes home, and he's deaf. So like they try to hide him the, the 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 new guy under the bed and then he's like I got something to tell you and she's like all right I'll come downstairs so they go downstairs and then they're signing and my only irritation with this movie like my only pet peeve mm-hmm. is that like deaf people can feel vibrations when people speak they vibrate so if you're yelling so you think they heard I mean I understand the plot device that he's deaf so he can't hear them yelling up and down yeah. the stairs to each other um but yeah, she's she's like he's like, "Oh, I know it's been rough, but you know, I got, you know, I transferred it to work and now I can, we can work here and we can be here and it's be great." She's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." And then meanwhile, she's like, "You need to leave." While she like turns her back every now and then to the other dude. And he's like, "Yeah, but um I like you and it's cool, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yo, you talk." Oh, uh, so I, I you feel like that's not well, a true. Well, no, no, it's not even that. I just don't like I didn't like the 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 dude who she like brought home because mm-hmm. he talks too much. I, I mean, fair as general. It's thing, not like, like, it's not believable that you would switch up for, well, no, not even that. It's just like, dude talks too much. Like he's just one of those people that just keeps talking. Saying, yeah. Like stop your oh, face. Yeah. <laughs> stop fucking talking. <laughs> and well, it's just one of those things where you keep telling people how to feel and like, and granted, you know, it's a comedy, so he's trying to throw jokes in, but like he is a little much, a little extra. So I, I enjoyed it to an extent because of its originality. My it was, my it was issue is a cute premise. Here's my thing. My issue with uh, myself with filmmaking is that I can only really make something relatable to me. And that's where I hover around my sphere. Like getting out of something relatable in me is very hard to do so, I respect someone. So on you're not their trying creativity. to. You're not trying to watch Brokeback Mountain. No. <laughs> what? I haven't seen it, but I want to. I'm not, oh, I'm have not you seen Blue? Bro- have you seen Blue's The Warmest Color? No. Mm. You know it's funny. What? There's like a 10 minute sex scene in there, and I when I went to go see it by myself, uh, there was a couple. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple two two. <laughs> there was a couple two rows ahead of me. And while this sex scene is happening, it's like very intense, yeah, intimate female sex scene. I think the wife like leans over to the, the husband at one point. She's like, "You knew what this was," and slaps him. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "He probably did though." What a perv! Oh no. Um. Okay. You know why? You know why I thought you liked that film because the dude also talks a lot, and you do too. <laughs> Just because someone talks a lot doesn't I mean just, that I like them. It just sounds like you. But I was like, come on. Oh, uh, uh, uh. No. I was like, this sounds like. I would have been like, oh, hey, I am going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll see you later. You'll call me. Um, figure this out. And then the other one. A reasonable request was 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 a little bit better. A reasonable request is great. Go but, see that. Uh, a little predictable, but you know. Only I mean, predictable fair. to someone that is 
expecting something like I mean, that. If, if you wanted all of the changes to happen in the eight minutes that the short takes place in, like, yeah, the dad's going to flip and be like, let's get this money. Let's just talk regular people who don't watch movies all the time and analyze movies for a living almost. I guess you'll like it. It's funny. Exactly. And it's a curveball because you're like, oh, these guys clearly have a bad relationship. But let's talk about the favorite of the three that oh, we've seen. Yeah. That's uh, Craig's... <laughs> Craig's a uh, pathetic freak out. Yeah. So guys go watch this movie right now so after ba- this. Basically these two dudes are hanging out and one dude's like, I'm going to smoke some weed. And the other one's like, I'll okay. smoke some weed. He's like, all right, you shouldn't smoke any weed, <laughs> man. You freak out every time. You freak out every time. He's like, nah, give it to me right now. And then he starts freaking out. And what I I don't know if we could tell them though. No, no, because you liked it better without knowing, right? Like, yeah, no, because you were probably trying to figure it out. Like, what the? Yeah, why is this dude out of sync? The freak, the freak out is funny. Uh, yes, (laughs) the way they play off the freak out is very original. Whoever they got as Craig is amazing. I thought that was a good. He reminded me of Porn Stash from uh, <laughs> Orange. No, all oh, Orange is like right, 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 right. Not Star Cyber, Cyber, Starburst. Starburst. <laughs> that was my dude too, man. He died. He died in oh. the show. Not oh, yeah. the actual guy. Like, no. no, he died in the show, but he didn't die in the show. He faked his own death. Oh right, yeah, that's yeah. the little thing. But nobody knows that. Community. I mean, people watch Community, though. No, but nobody in Community. The oh, show right. Yeah, know okay. that. Sure, sure. Duh, Andre. Yeah, so go check out these short films. They're all really good. Thanks for listening to the AM podcast. Uh, make sure you hit us with the hashtag Talking That Mess if you want to join in on the convo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. As always, guys, thank you for tuning in every week. You. Uh, every other week, whatever we're it is. gonna, guys, we I, we say it every time, but we're gonna figure it out. Just and when we do, just stay tuned. More content, I, I promise yeah. you. Yeah, Miles is very adamant about that. Yeah, Although because it's my fault. I'm gonna. You want to talk deep? Let's talk deep. It's my fault. My life sucks. I got too much ish going on. You know, it's just it's tough. You know, a little time management, and then you know, that's what it's that's what it's really coming yeah. down to. Yeah, we're also like encroaching on other people's time in this house, but whatever. <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah. But uh, we'll figure it out. Regardless, we will figure it out. Just keep listening to the show because we're cool people. Also, July 29th, uh, make sure you come out to AM Podcast Live. It's going to be at my house at the Dowdy Shack. Um, you can hit us up on, on Instagram for the address. I think I'm just going to put it put on Put it on the flyer? Yeah, I'm just going to put it on the flyer. Y'all know where I live. Facebook, too. Yeah, if not. Oh, speaking of the flyer. That's my yeah. See, this is this is what we're talking about. This is me. Uh, I am the anchor to the A and M. Like I'm sorry, but yeah, we'll have a fly A and M failures. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. If you want to, you know, get on the show and throw us a little A and M podcast, baby. Please feel free to do so. We would appreciate that. Um, we put out a tweet not too long ago with that exact message, and uh, we got a, a resume instead. So shout out to Joe Dorso, or as the resume says, Joseph Dorso. So here's here's the whole resume. Miles does not has not seen this yet. So the resume goes: Joseph Dorso, potential A and M correspondent. One <laughs> potential A and M correspondent. Can <laughs> continue. Here's 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 his skills. One has a mouth. Two can speak. <laughs> Ma's about to lose it. Three, listens to the A&M podcast. 
four. Frankly, not a fan of bang rig by Skrillex. <laughs> His contact information is normal. His education, ITT Tech, Technical Institute. Yes, you know the one like in the commercials. <laughs> Graduated July 2018. Uh, hobbies and interests. One. What? Graduated July <laughs> Congratulations, Joe, on your, your graduation from ITT Tech. Hobbies and interests include one, once attended a WNBA game. Two, often watches compilation videos of Michael Phelps' mother. Like when she's in the stands, you know, you should watch it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> three, owns three Blu-ray copies of Lee Daniels, the butler. Four, you know that guy in every episode that would like without hesitation eat a fucking live tarantula? Yeah, that wouldn't be me. So, you know, I'm not a psycho. <laughs> Professional skills can sign. I want to eat spaghetti in sign language for all of our deaf listeners with five stars. <laughs> our deaf listeners? What? <laughs> Languages. Can speak backwards if need be with five stars. <laughs> can we post this somewhere? Can We're gonna we post, post this on, on Twitter. Twitter. References: Paula Abdul, lover, low key, <laughs> email address and phone number. Uh, I gotta meet him, Joe. You do have to meet. Please introduce me to him, and I want. I I need to be his friend. Joe has this thing about Lee Daniels the Butler, and. <laughs> Likes to spell out that it's Lee Daniels the butler, not the butler. Lee Daniels the butler. Every time I'm googling it. You see the butler? I know. I, I haven't, know. but you know, you see I the butler. Forrest Whitaker. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to the Aiden Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Aiden Podcast, baby. baby.